0: little bit easier it's eight forty-five on a thursday morning once again winter walk we're getting a little light snow falling down now it's looking like christmas joining us though uh, by phone uh, from uh, northfield hospital and clinics is the president and ceo of the organization uh, steve Underdahl. steve good morning thank you so much for joining us today
1: Good morning, Jeff. Happy winter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got a full blast coming our way in the next 48 hours or so. Uh, we've got, uh, we're going to talk a lot about uh, COVID and, and, and such today. Uh, before we get to that, though, uh, KYMN and other news organizations recently <laughs> we, uh, reported on a lawsuit against Northfield Hospital and Clinics. Um, is, is there anything, I, I know that that is uh, it's a, it's an ongoing lawsuit, and there's probably not much you can say, but what can you tell us about that?
1: Sure. So, um, you're right. We were, uh, a lawsuit was filed, uh, about our COVID vaccination as a requirement of employment, uh, by a, a group of uh, former employees. Um, we have a little time to respond here. We'll be responding, uh, formally within, uh, uh, the next few weeks. So I do appreciate that all, all of these kinds of things are of really significant interest to the public because they're playing out you know, across the country, and uh, you know, uh, you know, out of you know, some respect for the legal process, and and frankly, for the individuals that are involved, even the folks that are suing us, it's really not that appropriate for us to get into the uh, the, the details of things. Um, what I can say is that you know, we had a process that. Um, uh, let people know what our requirements were going to be for uh, getting a vaccine uh, that was not a surprise for anybody. It's been it was in place for quite a while. and um, that we have a, a process in place for requesting uh, an exemption to the pros- to to uh, getting a shot uh, as the the law requires. So in that every single request for an exemption, to our vaccine requirement, uh, received individual consideration, and we have granted multiple exemptions. So, again, beyond that, I think it's 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 tempting to get sort of drawn into uh, you know sort of litigating these things in 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 public, especially uh, at first when it's people sort of emotionally react to it. But I I think you know we're taking the tact of. Uh, uh, really doing our best to be respectful to everybody involved, but to let the legal process play
0: out. All right. Let's move on into uh, the pandemic that has, of course, embedded itself around the world. COVID, uh, like last year uh, in November and December, there's, you know, the spike in cases uh, and COVID is still going strong. We have reports, you know, of hospitals really being overwhelmed around not only Minnesota, but uh, around the country. Uh, what kind of what situation are you in? Are the beds filled up? Do you have beds available?
1: We do have beds available, but um, what i 've shared with people recently that I think has caught them a little bit by surprise is we 've actually had more covid patients sick enough to be hospitalized locally in the last couple of weeks uh, than we had a year ago during uh, you know those waves then so so Monday or Tuesday of this week, I forget which one, i, I we had uh, probably twice as many COVID patients on our COVID wing as we had regular medical surgical patients. Um, and uh, again, we're seeing younger and younger people get sick enough to need hospitalization, predominantly unvaccinated, but we do see some uh, breakthrough cases. Um, uh, but but uh, the... Uh, I think one of the things that people are struggling with a little bit right now is if uh, everybody's vaccinated at your house and boosted, maybe it's uh, it's easy to sort of lose track of this, and then you kind of hear on the news that it's uh, um, you know really uh, difficult yet with uh, lots of disease. And the other struggle that that community hospitals are having is that it's usually been pretty easy for us to transfer people to you know, the big academic medical centers, if somebody needs a higher level of care, but those organizations on any given day are just crushed. And there may or may not be a bed available in an ICU. Now, we, do a really, we have really good relationships with multiple uh, larger facilities, which is one of the benefits, I think, of being sort of an independent player. Um, uh, and it, we always get people in. But the amount of energy that goes into that, and sometimes the delay that can be associated with that, is is uh, is really concerning. So, so again, this is uh, uh, th- th- this has become a uh, a really heavy lift again in early winter 2021 in ways that I had hoped would be over. So we are we're we're, we're seeing not only a lot of COVID, but just a lot of other illness uh, too. I think in some ways. Um you know, and it, you know probably can relate to this personally jeff it's easy to sort of kick the can on other things that aren't urgent um you know other health concerns uh and and so now I think people that have been uh putting off getting care for certain chronic illnesses and things like that now are 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 ending up needing care and so we're we're busy across a spectrum of of uh conditions, not just covid so um, you know, we've asked people, you know, if you if you call us and it takes us a while to answer the phone, uh, you know, uh, please be understanding in that we're really um doing our very best to address uh, uh everybody's needs, not just their COVID needs. But we're evaluating uh elective surgeries every day. Um so we haven't you know gotten to a point where we're sort of permanently saying we're not gonna do elective surgeries, but we do evaluate them on a day-by-day and anticipating a day or so in advance basis. So it's possible if you had a surgery schedule, we might bump you by a day. And, again, people have been pretty understanding about this because they they get what's going on.
0: Yeah, you are uh, kind of in a very difficult position where you you can't tell people not to come and get health care. But, you know, the people, I guess, as far as what they can do, you know the rest of us uh, you know, the people of Northfield and the surrounding areas, you know what can we do to help to help ease the crisis?
1: so i I, I think probably you know and again I think people get uh, weary of some of the same answers all the time, but the same answers are are still valid. The number one thing you can do is get vaccinated. If you haven't been vaccinated, um, it, it's it's not too late to do that. If you're only partially vaccinated and you're due for a, a, a second shot in your series, do that. If it's been six months and you're available and, and you're eligible for a booster, um, get that. Um, you know the other things that that you can do is is um, do things like get your flu shot and. Um, uh, think about precautions during the holidays. So if you're feeling crummy, um, get a COVID test so that you make sure that you aren't um, um, spreading COVID to others. I mean, I know that's a pain in the butt, it really is. Uh, and, and people are tired of being tested and all of that stuff. But give me a, just a personal example. My grandchildren's uh, daycare, which is not in Northfield, but in, in, in the area, Every single kid in that daycare, every single one uh, got COVID. And so i would had some exposure to these kids. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I ended up not getting COVID, but I also ended up needing to be tested a couple of times and isolate and keep myself away from my colleagues at work and, and, and others. And again, I recognize that this is disruptive, even if you didn't end up getting COVID, uh, which uh, thankfully I didn't. But it is taking steps like that that really do help keep uh, people safe, particularly your older relatives or or others. And then just, you know, the the usual stuff. If you're going to be in an airport, if you're going to be in big public settings, you know, masking and distancing and washing your hands, the stuff that we've been talking about for a year and a half are still great practices.
0: All right, let's uh, move on to the Omicron variant. You know, last year it was the Delta variant. This year it's going to be uh, apparently the the Omicron, uh, and it appears to be highly contagious. Uh, how is Northfield Hospital and Clinics, are you, how are you, I guess, preparing for this? Are you preparing for something different than you, what you've already been doing?
1: No, we, you know, it's not a, it, It's not probably a a, a, a Different method of preparation, although what we have started to talk about is if there is a variant that is even easier to spread and is going to uh, uh, really be exacerbating the, the problem within the unvaccinated community or the people that are vaccinated that might get milder cases, what do we have to do in terms of thinking about the resources that we're assembling to be able to respond? So I think, you know, as you and I were sort of visiting uh in the middle of the summer, I think our soft plans were this was going to con- continue to get better and better and we could sort of readjust some of our vigilance away from uh, uh you know, COVID preparation uh towards some other things. And I think we've just sort of you know, undone that honestly and we're we're uh, you know, we're sort of planning for the worst and hoping for the best, so I don't want to be overly pessimistic, but if it ends up being a high disease spread winter, we want to make sure that we are well positioned uh, to be able to respond well. And I, and I, you know, without, you know, sounding self-aggrandizing here, I think we've done a really nice job at Northfield Hospital and Clinics of, of anticipating what might be coming next and trying to be ready.
0: Steve Underdahl is with us uh, from Northfield Hospital and Clinics. Uh, Let's talk about the vaccination and boosters. Uh, What's happening with that? I'm I'm being in the hospital just the other day or visiting the hospital, I should say, uh, for a medical procedure. I noticed a lot of people uh, in line there for the uh, boosters and, uh, and the COVID vaccinations.
1: Yeah, I, I think one of the things I'm the most excited about is is that you know we're able now to uh, get these uh, kiddos between uh, five and eleven vaccinated, and lots of kids are, are getting vaccines. I mean, I think that was a um, a, a vulnerability spot, uh, especially with kids back in school. So um, uh, it, 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 our our pediatricians and clinic staff really worked hard to make it easy um, uh, and. And, and make for a, a, the least traumatic uh, event possible for little kids to get their shots. Um, uh, also boosters recommended really for all adults at, at this point uh, who are, you know, beyond that half a year. I think the other, uh, um, uh, I think the other thing that's sort of emerging in the uh, discussion about Omicron right now is that you, um, even though it may uh, uh, evade some of the protections from uh, vaccinations, it's looking like if you've been boosted, that um, y- your uh, protection level goes up. So, so uh, for those people that have not been vaccinated again, it's it's a great time to sort of revisit that decision. If you were and are are eligible for a booster, uh, come on in and get uh, get that. And and again, we're doing our best to. Uh, um, work with other uh, colleagues in the community to make sure that uh, we get kids vaccinated uh, as uh, uh, quickly and efficiently as we can.
0: All right. Once again, Steve Underdahl with us. Uh, let's switch to a different topic. That is uh, urgent care. You are opening a new urgent care here in Northfield. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, this is kind of an exciting thing. Um, you, you know, as, as some of you know, there was a, a, an urgent care on highway three that was operated by a, a different organization. Uh, they have uh, um, uh, left that space and, uh, you know, we evaluated whether or not this made uh, sense to add to our portfolio of services. And we decided to do that. Um, uh, we're, we're hoping to be on track for an opening or for opening that program, uh, uh, in early February. Um, it takes a while to put those things together, but we'll have, you know, the, the typical kind of walk-in sick today, uh, kind of resource there, um it will have more capabilities than we were able to offer at our express care location downtown. So we'll have laboratory services and uh, x-ray imaging services, those kinds of things. So so the ability to, to do a little bit more uh, comprehensive care. We're also hoping that it can take uh, some of the pressure off of our emergency department for those folks that – are sick today and really need something, um, resolved or, or, better understood, but maybe aren't really having an emergency. It gives people another, uh, kind of to get today care options. So, so you'll see some new signage happening there and, uh, you know, some activity, uh, out, uh, out there. And again, we hope to be open in early February.
0: All right. Sounds good. Uh, Steve, is there anything else you'd like to uh, pass along uh, while we have you on the phone here?
1: So I, Probably, um, well, two things. One, I, I really hope Rich is right about his one point five inches of snow prediction. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, uh, you know, lighting a candle for Rich here because I, I could use that. One of the things that happens in medical centers is that during snowstorms, we do a lot of preparation for becoming a medical island. So I'll spare you the long story, but but I think lots of us here at the medical center are hoping Rich is right. Uh, the only other thing that I would, I would sort of reinforce this idea that, um, you know, there's other things happening out there in addition to COVID. And so I would encourage people to take care of your health needs, especially if you have chronic things like diabetes or COPD or heart failure or if you've got an orthopedic injury. I think one of the things that we're seeing this fall is a lot of folks had postponed getting care for things that really needed care uh, to, to the point where now they they got pretty sick. And so, if if you're sick, if you need help with your chronic things, uh, call us or whoever your pro- provider is, and um, you know don't uh, don't put it off for another six months.
0: All right, Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. Much appreciated, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays to you. Steve Underdahl, the president and CEO of Northfield Hospital and Clinics. And that is going to wind down the KYMN morning show for this morning.